What's up, race fans? Welcome back to another edition of Black Flag with Big Glice and Bryce, who's still in the lead. <laughs> Twenty-two on, nineteen, boys. Yep. God's going good, man. It's going good. Just keeping busy. Yep. Well, it was a busy weekend with a lot of racing, and <laughs> like I called it, another rain delay in both races. Yeah, I uh, we. I'm honestly going to say that rest of the year there's going to be a rain delay. Uh, there's good. There's going to be a rain delay. <laughs> I can guarantee it. <laughs> it's just we we uh. I mean, we start off at a good time of the year. I mean, not really good time of year. Start off at the time needed, but at the same time, at the time that's not needed, and that's during the rainy season. Right. I mean, I get it now why they start every race early in the season on the West Coast because of the temperature and there's no rain. So yeah, why they flipped it, I don't know. Um, I know they're not going out West for a little while yet, but – so why aren't they going out there for a while? Is it just because it's too hot or what? I think it was because of travel restrictions and because everybody's based out of Charlotte. It's easier to do that. Yeah, that's true. But That is true. I keep forgetting we're based out of Charlotte. <laughs> yep. 100%. So, I mean, it makes sense now that I actually say it out loud. So. Yeah. Yeah. But. For sure. What a two, two nights of racing we had in – Obviously, if you could tell, if you watch our uh, cup updates, there wasn't a whole lot of caution, so neither one of us got the extra bonus points. No, we didn't. So, it's all good, there though. Were, I mean, there were – I think I picked, like, six or so. I think I picked, like, eight the first race, six the second. And, like, that's the thing. Like, sometimes it's a hit or miss with Pocono and cautions. Uh, yeah. Sometimes there's a lot. Sometimes there's very minimal. And – we were kind of in the middle. I think it was around three to four, maybe. I think you're right, yeah. Um, I kind of lost track trying to follow all that and watch everything. Yeah. And, and, That's I mean, a hard race to watch, dude. It, it really is. I mean, it's either action-packed with a bunch of accidents or it's really, really boring. Just yeah. watching them I run mean, around a flat track. Yeah, really. Like I said, like we said before, there's really no degree in them turns. I mean, just a very little degree, and then you have, then you have two big, three big straightaways, and 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 some turns that are not very, not very banking. Not don't bank a lot. Nope. Well, it's funny too because you always give me shit on these shows about wanting to download NASCAR Heat and whatnot because it's so cheap on Xbox. Well, I found out that it went back up to twenty dollars, so I didn't do it. But that's what that's what it was in the first place. He said it was it was at seven at real quick for a while for for, for while. three for three not five. Dude, I honestly might just go ahead and uh, I honestly might just go ahead and get four because you know what's going to happen once five comes out they're going to drop the price of four. Oh, they will. I know they will. They will. And like and really, there's really no difference. The drivers are all have the same. I mean. Don't take my don't take my word for it. But I believe all the drivers um, are updated with the spon with, well not with the same number of cars, the sponsorships. Um, but yeah, like a lot of the cars in NASCAR Heat Three, mm -hmm. like um, Chase Elliott, like he has all like he has like the Sun Energy car, the the Kelly Blue Book car, 
maybe maybe the paint scheme on the on the blue book is a little different than it is now, but it's still there. But, right. Well, but um, guys, if you guys do want to play a good game, play NASCAR. Play NASCAR Heat three, four, or five. They're I love them. I'm on my I'm in the Xfinity season right now, and it is I'm loving it, loving every bit of it. Well, I can tell you one thing too. I found over the weekend it's actually a really good game to play. Is NASCAR Heat Mobile for your phone? I played it. It's it's fun. It's, it's fun. It's challenging because you only get like three or four laps per or at certain races. Yep. But Pocono is legit, but one of the harder ones to drive because it is. those turns is. are so wicked. And it's so hard. It's it's even harder to play on the game, dude. I yeah. literally will. It and the thing that's scary about the about these heat games is they're like they're more realistic than they've ever been before. Yes. Like you have to like for instance on Daytona and Talladega in the old games you know you wouldn't have to be behind someone constantly to draft. Yeah. In the in, the, in three four like in I mean even back to two thousand eleven you've always had to be behind someone or you're being left in the dust. But guys, if you guys listen to this, I really recommend. Get by NASCAR Heat three, four, or five. I yep. personally probably could go ahead and do four, just because it's going to be cheaper and it's going to be newer than the one I have now. Because I really don't want to go spend seventy bucks on NASCAR Heat five. I really don't. Especially just because it's a special edition for Kyle Busch, I think, because he's the reigning champion. Yeah. No. So. No. I know you won't do that, but <laughs> I won't do that. There's he a couple people I know that will. <laughs> so. Um. But yeah, I. And we're all saying this too. They're not a sponsor by any means. We're just giving our own opinion. But if anybody's out there listening, please, we could use the sponsorship. <laughs> but, um, yeah, let's – I always get them mixed up because it was the Pocono Organics 325 and then the Pocono 350 was the second race. So, um, yep. did not see that win coming for Kevin Harvick. He pulled something out of his rear end. That's what he did. I I would agree. I I was not. I was. I always weigh heavy on my mind when I pick these drivers to win these races. And Harvick is the one I always go to, just like you with Chase Elliott. Yep. And I almost pulled the trigger on him, but also at the same time, and the guy who really ran very very well for a while was Eric Almarola, and I almost picked him to win it. He finished third. Yeah, and you know what? And I was so mad because I had Eric Almarola from in Fantasy NASCAR from last week. I had him in my lineup. I saw he qualified first, and then I looked like it as a, as a statistics in the past at Pocono, and they were god-awful. So I'm like, I'm pulling this guy out. He's going to drop down as soon as this race starts. Mm-hmm. He proved us wrong. Guy Very can, much so. He can, he can drive. Yeah. He can drive. Fun fact: He was actually born at um, uh, Elgin Air Force Base in, uh, in I believe it's Florida. Okay. Yeah. Right. So I think yeah, I believe he. Uh, I saw that on on the internet. Thought I'd put that out there, but yeah, I think he was. Uh, I think he was in the military. Nice. Very nice. But I will say the surprise out of all of the drivers, the way they finished, Christopher Bell finishing in fourth. Dude, I saw that. Is yeah. he's in he's in the ninety five, correct? Uh yes. Yeah. He's started thirty sixth in the field and just out of nowhere gets a fourth place finish. Good for him. Yeah. 
hats off to him. I mean, he's one of those. Uh, I wouldn't say he's. I wouldn't say he's a rising star. Yeah, but he's one of those sleepers that um, you know you get get a few good you get get a couple uh, good finishes in there and gets his gets his uh, momentum up, and that's really all you need. And I know you and me have talked in the past. It's all about the momentum. It's all about getting those top tens and top fives early on in the season. It really is. Right. Those point those points add up. And then and not really and then and as you do that, once you're getting you're getting closer and closer to your first win. And all it takes is one win and you're in the chase. Remember that. Yeah, exactly right. I mean also too, I mean it just takes that one week to dial the car in right and then you get something yeah. something moving. I mean it's harder now in this day and age because there's no qualifying or practice or happy hours yeah. or anything. So Hats off to these guys that are just going off of old data and yeah, they're they're going on they're going on a bl- on a they're literally going needle in a haystack, going in blindfolded. Yeah, I think it was uh, Denny Hamlin's crew chief. I heard they pulled the race history for Pocono the last three seasons, and then that's how he tuned his car. So uh, based off those past past six races, yeah, there's wait there's they race two times at Pocono a year, correct? Yeah, am I wrong? Yep. Yeah. So past six races, they've just gone. They've done the average of what they've done, plugged it in, and look what you got. Yeah, you got a win on the second night. Well, where did he finish on the first night? Uh, I'm looking. Was he top ten? I don't know. You know, Joe Gibbs Racing had oh, a big Oh, he finished second. Game. Yeah. <laughs> So he finished set. Yeah, I was just gonna say Joe Gibbs Racing had a big weekend this weekend. Yeah, I mean all of his drivers are in the top six in the first race. Yep, and I'm and I'm I'm even talking about the ARCA race. Oh really? Ty Gibbs took the checkered in the ARCA. Okay. Nice. And I will give a shout out to Ryan, uh, our guest from last week, who definitely kept us up to date on that stuff on Instagram. So go to yes. Is it NASCAR.everything on Instagram? Yeah, NASCAR.everything. You know what's really cool? I was um, – he actually did a clip of Ryan uh, – no, <laughs> Ryan. Ryan actually did a clip of Ty Gibbs uh, winning the race. And guess who liked the post? Who's that? Oh. Ty Gibbs. Yeah. That's pretty badass. That's, that's pretty cool. I mean – Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, Ryan's doing some great great things for the sport of NASCAR, especially over in Europe, man. I, he's really getting people exposed to it, and people are reaching out, and I love like, it. Yeah, and the thing about it is this kid is only – I hate to say this kid, but he is a teenager. He's only 16 years old, and he has, I mean, he's getting up there and he's getting up there in followers. Yeah. And, and dude, and Ryan, all I got to tell you, man, is just keep up the good work. It's gonna pay off in the long run. It's just like us here at Game On. We're trying to we're trying to get content out there, and we're trying to we're every week we're trying to get out to our audiences, get get listeners, and we're doing the same thing as you are right now. And uh, keep up the good work, man. You're doing great. Absolutely, yeah. I really appreciate the support that we've shown him, uh, or he's shown us. Excuse me, and he's done it in return, uh, yes. giving us a little bit of a push too. So we really appreciate it for sure. He's, um, I mean, we're, we're helping each other out and uh, that's, that's what we need in the world. Yep. Exactly, especially in this day, time and uh, 
day and age. Yep. He may be an eight-hour plane flight away, but it seems like he's right here in our own backyard, the way he follows the sport. So hats off to him. Yeah, for sure. But. So what um, – I want to touch base on Pocono. So what did our drivers even finish besides your win on uh, – on Kevin Harvick on um, like on Pocono one. Oh, I didn't pick I picked, him. I I picked. Uh, oh, Brent. oh God! Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Sorry. You pick. Um, that's your favorite driver. Anyways. Yeah. I, I picked pick Chase Elliott the first race. Yes, and he did not have a good finish. No, he did not. And he um, finished 20, 25th overall. Yeah, didn't he wreck? Uh, memory serves. I think he was involved in one. Yes. He was involved in one and then just went downhill from there. Yes. Pocono, um, I mean, I really haven't paid attention to, to Chase's statistics of Pocono in the past, but you could definitely tell that he wasn't all there. I think he got to the top five maybe for a little bit during the race, but then just kind of dropped back down due to pit stops. Oh, yeah. And what was it? I think you texted me about one car. I don't remember the number of it because it was a pretty weird incident in that race where the tire oh. blew and it ripped the ripped the hood off oh boy i've never seen that before in my life yeah that was pretty intense that was i'm sorry but that was badass i saw that and you can look, so really guys what happened if you guys didn't watch the race um a guy blew out his um driver's side driver's side uh front tire was it jj yaley in the 27 it was a black car i know that Okay. I thought, oh, you know what? It was Yaley. It was JJ. Okay. Well, that's, that's a name we have not heard in a long time. Holy no. shit. No, we that's, have not. <laughs> we have. Holy shit. No, but um, he blew out a front tire, and uh, I don't know if he knew if it was getting that bad. Mm hmm. But uh, of course, you see the smoke, and first first sign you see with the tire pop is smoke, of course. And then you see something you don't see ever, and that is the tire actually ripping a hole in the hood of the car because of, of how shredded it got. Mm -hmm. So just the, the RPMs of that tire and the force of the, of the tear is literally slicing the hood in, right. in pieces. Like there's, some, there's like three big holes in the top of his hood. And well, I, I go ahead. I'll say the weirdest part of it is that it didn't even touch the quarter panel. Like it, no, the car it was still raceable. It was still raceable. Just had, to, just had a fucked up tire or in a big hole in the hood. So, <laughs> and the funny thing is, is he didn't even put it in the wall. He just cut the tire down and that was it. Yeah. I so. mean, and that stuff right there, I mean, uh, and it was really interesting because there was a lot of the, a lot of the tires, a lot of tire, tire failures. Sorry, tire failures were resulted in the in the court in the in the panels, yeah, from the sharp edges. And it's crazy because I give so much props and respect to these pit crews on going out there with the whatever with the skill saw or sawzall, yeah, and just guessing because they don't have the time to be to be precise with their cuts literally all they're doing in my in my opinion i think they're literally just doing an estimate just doing an estimated guess on how much they need to cut off that oh yeah cut off from that tire because i think there is an extent like i think 
due to rules in NASCAR, you can't cut. I think it's like you may can't cut to a certain point. Well, that's why of, the officials standing right there too, because they'll exa- stop exactly. them if it goes too and, far. Yeah, and uh, but yeah, like they're just going up there, just free willy and uh, cutting at this thing. And <laughs> free willy, I, they're taking the whale up there. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, yeah, man, I had to. No, dude, it's fine. It's fine. We're out here to have fun. Right. But yeah, it's just crazy because they're going out there and just giving hell on this quarter panel. Yeah. And just taking a guess. And basically every time it works. Yeah. I mean, there's no science behind it. There's literally just a guy saying, grab the saw, go cut out a piece of the hood. Fuck it. I don't care. (laughs) I mean, you look at it in the past too. I mean, they torn the whole front end off of cars before the whole motor was exploding. They're still running races. So I don't think they could do that anymore. Can they? I uh, maybe for safety reasons for if there was fans involved possibly but I don't really think there is a limit to it anymore I mean correct me if we're wrong out there people like let us know on whatever social media source you want Um, but I don't think there really is a law to it or a rule anymore or if there ever was yeah as long as the official says you're good you're good I guess right so and hats off to the officials out there too. You have to think being a NASCAR official. I mean, being being in the pit crew is dangerous in general. Mm-hmm. But being a NASCAR official, literally, you're almost they're literally almost out in the out in pit road, ex- inspecting these. They're in the corner of each pit pit box. I yeah, think. what they're doing, and oh my gosh, that'd be cool, but it'd be scary as shit at the same time. Yeah, just a random tire coming at you, like one get hit by another car, or dude, it's ha- it happens every week. That's the thing; it happens every week, but we don't yeah. know about it. Right? It happens you're... every week. Like or, I think Chase, go ahead. Sorry, I was gonna say you remember the race last year at Talladega where um, Brad Keselowski was spun out in his pit stall, like going into it, and he did a pit a pit stop in reverse, essentially. Yep. Can you imagine the pit or the official that was standing right there in that pit stall like oh shit there's a car coming at me no i i i, I completely but um i think i i think i heard because i was listening to the race on tv because mm-hmm. i was doing stuff on the house but i think chase elliott actually had to do um had to stay in the pits for a little bit and get um a time penalty because um he actually had a loose one of the crewmen had a loose tire go out I believe you're correct. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's crazy. Not, not that I even think about it. I watched a YouTube video on, uh, like, close uh, pit road calls. Mm-hmm. And there was a couple years ago, I think it was at Talladega, a tire went all the way out into the infield. And one of the, <laughs> one of the pit crewmen actually ran across pit road all the way out to the middle of the infield to retrieve that tire because he thought he was doing something good. Mm-hmm. And, like, the NASCAR official, you can hear him on the mic saying, if your crewman does that one more time, he won't be having a job with NASCAR forever. Wow. Yeah. That's a pretty bold statement from NASCAR. Yeah. Yeah. That, it, was, it was either NASCAR or it was, or it was, the, crew, or it was either the crew chief. It was one of the two, but still. Okay. But, yeah, we've pit roads, a dangerous place. It really is. Especially out there, man, because how freaking big it is. Like, 
you could literally have like four wide drag race, like NHRA style that they do in Charlotte in that pit stall. That's how wide it is. Oh, do they really do drag races in that pit stall? I wish they would, but I doubt it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if they don't have one in the pit stall, they have one right beside the track. They have it all, basically every track. Right. Yeah. And Shout out to the NHRA, NHRA boys. If you ever get a chance to experience that live, do it. I have yet to go to one. I've always wanted to go to Indianapolis and see that. It is amazing, but bring earplugs because it's so freaking loud. Dude, I thought in like that's what my dad told me. I thought the track, the the tractor races or the not the track, yeah, the four at the, at the fairgrounds. Yeah, I thought them them things are, those are really loud, but Jeez. These you can feel in your chest. Oh, yeah. It's so, like, the nice thing about NHRA events is the pits are open to everybody. Oh, really? So you can walk around and meet the drivers. You can see the cars being worked on. But they will warn you, like, we're going to turn this engine on to do some work to it. Yeah. And I was dry, walking by, I think it was actually uh, John Force's uh, the pit stall. The funny car? Yeah. The funny car? Yep. The Quaker Steak and Lube? Yep. No, just Quaker Steak. <laughs> Castrol, excuse me. I don't want to get that The wrong. reason I say Quaker Steak and Lube is because here in Fort Wayne, we actually used to have a Quaker Steak and Lube. Uh, it's right by the mall. Yeah, but it's not there anymore. Got closed uh, down. It's too bad. Yeah, but really good food. Anyways, go ahead with your story. Those guys were working on that engine, and he goes, don't worry, we're not going to rev it up or anything. But one guy hit the, hit the blade on the, on the blower – and it opened the throttle, and my, I swear to God, my asshole touched the back of my neck. Like, I shrunk up that high. <laughs> it was so loud and so powerful, like you've never felt before. Oh, boy. Yeah. That is, that is a hoot. Yeah, for sure. So, we finished. So, basically, um, the NASCAR Cup, well, our Game On Cup standings, yep. I'm up 22 to 19, and I thought I was actually going. I thought I was going to be um, in second place because of how bad my drivers finished. Mm-hmm. But it turns out it's 22 to 19. I'm I'm in the lead. The reason is because basically our points canceled out, and you told we had both six points each. Yes, we. I got the better driver in the first race. You had the better driver in the second race. Um, me picking Brad Keselowski, which I thought was going to be a lock because those Penske guys are on fire. They are. Uh, uh, he finished ninth uh, to you picking Chase Elliott, who finished uh, 25th, we said. Yes, 25th. Yep. And then turn around in the second race, you were thinking you had Denny Hamlin all day long, which would have been a killer for me. But turns out you picked uh, – who was it again? I picked old Ryan Blaney just because – that's right. He had, I mean, he's had. I mean, he's had a good car this whole year, but um, especially on the long tracks. Um, I know in the past he he does have a win at Pocono, so I kind of thought, hey, what the hell? I'll pick right. Blaney, but um, that still got me six points. He still uh, finished. I think he finished better. Twenty second. Uh, yeah. Would you? And who'd you have again? Unfortunately, I picked Tyler Reddick, who finished thirty fifth. So, I mean, in all honesty, it was close, that second race. It was, yeah. I mean, if you look at it at that, in that aspect, yes. Yep. But if only one of us would have picked K-1 
Kevin Harvick or Denny Hamlin for either one of those races because they finished one, two in both of them. Yeah. So, so really, we have a historical race happening this Sunday, correct? Uh, it's a big one for us Hoosiers, yeah. It's a big one for us Hoosiers. Yep. One Indianapolis Motor Speedway. Brickyard 400. Brickyard 400. It's way at this. It's in the state where we hail from, Indiana. Yes, sir. Oh, I'm sorry. I have to say the right name. It's no longer the Brickyard 400. It actually has a sponsor now. Oh, come on. It's the Big Machine Hand Sanitizer 400 powered by Big Machine Records. I'm pissed. That's a fucking name if I've ever heard one, isn't it? <laughs> Who in the hell is behind that? I want to find out who, because NASCAR? I'm going to write the most vulgar letter, and I will get a I will mark my words. I will get a petition to get the Brickyard 400 name back in this damn race. Well, actually, let me let me check one thing too, because this may not be the actual Brickyard, knowing the way the schedule's going. This might be the first race of two at Indianapolis, if there is a second one. So let me let me make sure that. That's let's, right. let's make sure, then we'll get this petition ready, if not. <laughs> right. Okay, because I thought that they added Indianapolis to one of the, uh, the chase races. Oh, they did not. So there is not a second race. So this is the Brickyard, technically. All right, we're working on the petition. After this podcast, I will get a petition up <laughs> online. We'll get it up and running, and we are going to race in hell. Because this is total bullshit. Hey, Brickyard lives matter. <laughs> <laughs> So, we have. I have some funny stories um, that I want to take my time on okay. this one. And I'm pretty sure. You, um, have you been there? Have you been to Twice. The Brickyard to watch a race? I want to hear some. I don't know if you have any funny stories about I do. it as well. I do. So, I was told these stories from my dad. So, and I believe him because I've seen, I saw pictures and stuff. Okay. So, there's, there's a couple. So my dad, this was maybe like in 1996 when it was, uh, when my dad was uh, watching Bill Elliott, uh, Darrell Waltrip, and all, Jimmy Spencer and all the old school guys. Okay. So my, uh, my dad, my uncle Randy, and uh, my dad's best friend, Keevan, and uh, Bill Beckford, they loved going to the races. And uh, there's a lot of beer involved. Of course. Always. So, and actually, all the I think two of these stories involve beer, but uh, <laughs> it's it, it, it's so it's really good. But there is a picture. I want to I want to find this picture for my dad. He's actually going up to Millbury this weekend, so I'm going to try to find a picture and send it to you. Find that okay. picture, send it to you. But Dad had 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 a lot to drink, and they didn't want to lose my dad. Because my dad always liked to go into go into the pit into the into the garage area because they'd always get garage passes and go you know mess around and shoot the ship the drivers and the and the crew members. Well, he had a lot to drink and you know they don't want him, not that he would, but they don't want him doing anything stupid like you know just go waltzing up into a into a uh, into a garage. Okay, so. They had a beer cooler, and my uncle Randy goes, Mike, Keevan, take this beer cooler, hold both handles, 
and do not let go. <laughs> and so there is a picture that my uncle Randy had had took of Kevin and my dad looking back, just smiling. And one has one handle, one has the other. <laughs> oh God! So it's like a giant like leash for an adult, pretty much. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. But um, yeah, it was. It's just. It's just really funny just seeing them. Like dad has like a fanny pack on, like way back. Has a fanny pack on. Has is rocking the jean shorts with a brickyard tank top with a brickyard hat, all fanboyed out. Oh, that's so and, great. Uh, oh yeah, I'm like I was, and I was like three, three, four years old at the time. Okay. And uh, yeah, it was just it was really cool because a couple years ago I saw all these pictures and um, it actually kind of brought a tear to my eye because unfortunately my uncle um randy had passed away in 2012 so it was like it was like maybe a few years after he had died i saw these pictures of him and i just kind of brought you to my eye but that takes me to the next story um okay so my uncle uh he <laughs> so of course at the at the brickyard you really you could i don't know if you can now but back then you could just bring in your own beer bringing your coolers and stuff coolers and stuff like that I think they changed it since, but yeah, I, they, I remember that rule. But this was back in 96, so in the mid-90s, so it was probably good back then. But uh, So dad and, and the gang were walking down the steaps and uh, <laughs> trying to do this without laughing so hard. No, you're good. This is, this, is, this is fucking hilarious. But uh, Randy was – you know, walking down, has had a stogie in his hand, just walking down the steps trying to find their seats. Mm -hmm. It was so sunny out, and Randy had his sunglasses on. He really couldn't see that well. Randy didn't see that there was a, you know, just a small cooler of beer mm -hmm. a few steps down. And they were, um, they were just, I don't know if they were cans or bottles, but uh, <laughs> Randy didn't see it, and it was open. And actually kicked that cooler down, down the stairs, <laughs> down the steps. And all you hear is someone yell, free beer! Oh, shit. So, like, 20 people go ahead and get this beer. And Randy's like, oh, I am so sorry about that. I guess Randy took out, like, 50 bucks and gave it to the dude. He's like, there you go. Go buy yourself some more beer. Wow. That's crazy. Oh yeah, I when he told me about that, I I couldn't stop laughing. That's intense, man. But like, it's it's like, what would you do at that moment if if your beer got kicked down the aisle by a random stranger? Oh, I would I would probably cry. And <laughs> it's not like it's not like you just go up straight up, just like you know, pick a fight with the guy, but it's like. What right. the hell do you do? It's like what the hell do you do at that moment? Right, exactly. It's you. You can't get mad at the guy. It was an accident. I get it. No, you can't. But at the same time, it's like this is why. Well, what brought you here is because you wanted to drink and have a good time. But I can see like yeah, people getting mad at it because of that. So, well, and then in, in my uncle's defense, why would why in the hell would the guy put the cooler in the middle of the like right at the steps? Like put it right in the. You're, right. there's, there is foot room they couldn't put it right by their legs you know right exactly but yeah um definitely different times that de definitely different rules back then but uh yeah i've yet to go to nascar race and i do um 
and my dad's always told me, he's like, if you want to go to an NASCAR race, he's like, I'd rather go up and take you to Michigan yeah. or, or take you to Bristol where you could see the whole track. Because Indianapolis, um, you know, uh, there's really not a good seat in that place. Well, I think we covered it on one episode yeah. prior. Um, Refresh I, it. I've been there twice, and the first time I went, it sucked because we were in turn two, like the middle of turn two. Right. And you can see the cars for literally just like half a second because they come out of the first turn and they're gone. And the back stretch, mm -hmm. the back stretch is um, basically just all trees at that point because at that, um, as you know, like most of these bigger tracks like have like RV parking and like just scenic stuff. Well, Indianapolis has a golf course and a lake and um, yep. massive RV parking and all these garages and like of course the pavilion or the and everything and the museum which is in that turn. So oh really? Yeah, you don't get to see anything other than just what's in front of you. Do they have uh, concerts during the race like they do for the five hundred? Uh, I think they used to. I don't know. I know, I know they're not going to have any this year, but no. Um, but the second time I went, which was a much better trip, and actually there's a story out of this one, because the first time I went, I was just a kid, so we didn't get to do anything fun. Um, the second time, we went on a bus trip that we won through a radio contest. Oh, nice. And it was just me and my cousin um, sitting in the middle of the bus at 6.30 in the morning, headed down to Indianapolis. We hear the guy in the front seat who's obviously been drinking since midnight looks at the guy that's in charge of the beer cooler. He just goes, red label. The guy throws him a beer. 20 minutes go by. Red label. Throws him another beer. The time we got down there, this guy couldn't even walk. Like, he was that wasted. And oh, boy. They were debating whether or not to let him off the bus because he was that drunk. But somehow they talked – the guy that was in charge, like the chaperone, if you want to call him that. They talked him into letting him go inside and watch the race, at least. They didn't let him drink anymore. He was being heavily monitored, so he was drinking a lot of water. The moment he got back on that bus to come home, red label. Somebody threw him a fucking beer. <laughs> so he sobered up for the last, like, two hours of that race, like, not doing anything. I literally watched him sleep for probably – 20 laps and then he gets back oh. on the bus and starts drinking the whole way home i'm like god man I, how old how old were you at this at this i at was this like moment? oh shit i was in my 20s i know that okay so wow probably 10 years ago that's awesome uh do you remember who won that was it you said it was for a nascar race right it was an indy 500 no it was nascar the bolt every nascar event i've been to and there's only been three of them Kevin yep. Harvick's won all three of them. Really? Yeah. I was going to say, 10 years ago, that could have been Stewart. Because I know Stewart won, won it in 05. Because my dad was actually at that race. Okay. But, yeah. Um, so, I want to touch up on people with some uh, cool history. Of course, uh, it's called the Brickyard for a reason. Yep. It used to – the whole track used to be bricks. Yep. 
Imagine the bumpiness, dude. <laughs> Have you I, ever, ever seen the cars back then when they were as bricks? I did not. The tires were like wagon wheels. They were like that. Oh narrow. yeah, that's right. Like the old style. Like the old yeah. old style. Yeah. For it looked sure. like an old airplane or something like cut in half and turned into a race car, pretty much. Right. Yeah. Exactly. But yeah, all bricks, dude. And I mean, but you have to think at the same time. That's what like the town roads were. They were brick roads. Like I know, yeah. like right, like I still to this day, Goshen downtown Goshen has a has a side street that still has the original bricks. And it's like I think it's like the only road there that has original bricks on it. Yep. But yeah, South, South Bend has a couple too. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But, but um, yeah, I mean, then I mean, to them back then that was normal. You know, they they didn't know. They didn't know bumpy and bumpy and smooth. I mean, they didn't know just been bumpy and smooth then, you know? Hell, there wasn't even aerodynamics back then. They were just like, put an engine in a car and make it go fast. Put an engine in a car and make it go fast and make sure nothing fucks up. Exactly. And knowing the shit back then, it would probably fell apart in like, if they go over 35. <laughs> oh, boy. But, yes, yeah, so, of course, now if the track is not all bricks, there's one thin line. Three feet really long. Thin. There's one line that has bricks and it is the finish line. And tradition is so the Indy cars, they do the milk. They mm -hmm. winter drinks the milk. And the and the NASCAR drivers get to go make out with the bricks with they win. We'll see if that happens this year. If I swear, if they cancel that, I am going I'm gonna be so pissed off. Well, they're taking everything away from Indianapolis. They're taking away the Brickyard 400. They're taking away this post-race celebration. Well, it was the Allstate 400 for a little while too. So it's been yeah. it's had a sponsor for a little bit of time. But if you're gonna name a sponsor, keep it short like Allstate. Don't go ahead and make it big machine four four hundred, whatever the hell it is. Big machine hand sanitizer. <sighs> yeah, I get it. They're 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 playing to a market right now that's yeah i get that because we're yeah. with with covid right now but yeah damn it but <laughs> i can see him unfortunately taking that away because i don't know if you heard don and i show the other day about the rules in baseball that have changed i mean you can't spit you can't chew seeds you can't chew tobacco the only thing you can do is chew bubble gum but on the other hand and I will say this with pride. This is Indiana, damn it. And we are one of the states that's opening up fully. And phase, phase five is supposed to start on July 3rd, this coming Friday. So yes, maybe, sir. maybe I'm holding out hope that they will do whatever they want in that race. And maybe they'll stop wearing the mask on the, on the sidelines, which is pointless anyway. They really don't. Let's be honest. In the past couple of weeks, they've stopped wearing them in the post races because they're already like over six feet with that. Uh, yeah. With that extended uh, microphone, but. Yeah. But what, I mean, get, what gets me too is like the actual people on camera for Fox Sports that are on the track, that are standing next to nobody at all, still wearing a mask. What's the point? Yeah, I don't get it. I mean, yeah, I, I don't get it either. But uh, I'm just—I really hope. I mean, I just want to have a good race. I mean, 
I always hope Indianapolis is the best race of the year just because it's where we hail from. It's our home state, you know. And right. I really – I think it's going to be – I think it's going to be a fun one. Um, I expect a lot of cautions. Yep. I do. And I'm going to say – a couple of them are going to be on that front stretch. Like coming out of turn four? Yep. Okay. The reason is, I don't know if a lot of people, well, I'm pretty sure a lot of people know, but some might not know. That's a very, very narrow front stretch. Yes, it is. That's very narrow, very dangerous, and you could only get too wide comfortably in there. It was not designed for stock cars. No, it wasn't. It was designed for Indy cars. Yeah. Indy cars, you could – I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but you could fit three wide Indy cars in, the, in that front stretch, can't you? Uh, it's pushing it, but it's, it's scary. I think it's doable. It's scary. So, really, why I'm saying that off of turn four, going in that front stretch, it's going to be scary because, of course, they're going to pick up speed coming in. Yep. And you're going to go too wide. And Indianapolis is one of the fastest tracks in NASCAR. It's, it's up there, yeah. It's up there. Yeah. I mean, it's not wicked fast, but it's up there. But it's when not restrictor played fast by any means. No, but when you mix the narrowness with the speed and, the, and how close these cars are together, yeah, you're going yeah. like this. And that's just – that's going to cause something ugly. And I really, I really hope it doesn't cause something ugly. But I'm I'm thinking there are a few a couple of these cautions are going to be going off a of turn four into that front stretch. Oh, I'm sure it will be. And they always say too when you buy your tickets for this race to get a ticket in between turn four and the front stretch because that's where all the action happens. That's yeah. You can see yep. the finish line from there. It's the best seat in the house. I mean, obviously, other than sitting right on the finish line, but exactly you can see everything from there. You can see the cars coming off the back stretch on to turn three, through turn four, and all the way down the front stretch. So, yeah, and um, yeah, I'm I'm real, I'm looking forward to it. I mean, who won? Can you tell me who won it last year? Uh, let me find out real quick. Let's do, let's do let's do some uh, on the fly research. Yeah, let's do let's do some research. I want to get some because, like I said, like this is like this year, like this is the most NASCAR I've watched in the past five years. <laughs> You're not going to believe this. Kevin Harvick. Won it last year. Yep. Year and then, before? All right. Should we go back 10 years? Oh, I don't want to go back that far, but <laughs> we can go back. Uh, Keselowski before, before him. Uh, Casey Kane in 2017. Whatever happened to that, dude? I think, he, I think he's actually in uh... – um, I thought I saw he was doing trophy trucks last last time I saw. Uh, that's a good uh, good question. I don't know. Been a good while. I liked Casey Kane. He replaced Bill Elliott, so I was a fan of him when he was in that number nine, that number nine Dodge for a while. Yeah, I was oh. more of a fan of him when he was with the five, but that was yeah. kind of more towards the end of his career. But yeah, 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 it was. That was. But to round out the list of the last five winners, and <laughs> it's the stops with one driver because he won it two years in a row. Your best friend, Kyle Busch. I, oh my goodness. 
for those of you who don't know, hell, you guys all know, I can't stand that dude. <laughs> I mean. I don't hate people, but I strongly dislike them, and that is one of them. It's not like you haven't voiced your opinion on him before. I mean, I, no. I, I can't hide behind the lie nope. that I just said. <laughs> and but, actually, it just brings a smile to my face every time I say that I strongly dislike him, just so I can say it. Yeah, I mean, he's like, if you look at it this way, he's your LeBron James, he's your Tom Brady, he's your Brock Lesnar. Yeah. I can yeah. go on, but I won't. Just because his attitude and the way he races. So that's really all it is. If he'd clean up his attitude and be more, be more respectful on the track, I wouldn't mind him. Right. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say I would like him, but I wouldn't mind him. I can say this for him. He has gotten a lot better now than what he used to be when I used to watch it religiously back in the day. Yes. So I, can, I, I, I say this really heavy-handed. Like I respect him a little bit more now than I did back then. Yeah, I see where it comes from. Like, I really think what really started me not to like the dude was when he uh, – it was that truck series race when I think he – it was at the end of the race, too. He literally – I think he just dumped the winner. Hmm. He literally – he was literally on, 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 his, on the guy's ass, and his crew chief was like, Kyle, back off. Kyle, back off. And Kyle was like, no, I'm not, I'm not taking this. Right. Dumps him. And Kyle's like, all right, get my truck, get my truck in the trailer. Let's go. Yeah. The funny thing too is like, I don't really follow the truck series and I should, it's kind of hard for me to do that. Um, yeah. I think at that time too, that like, he was the points leader and Kyle was just like in the race to be in the race. So what's the that point? Is, that's true. Yeah. So you could have screwed this kid up for the rest of his career or possibly caused him to get hurt just because you mm -hmm. wanted to show off and win a race? No. No. You don't do that. No, no, you don't. You're going to get black flagged or worse, fired. Yeah, right. Or suspended. Or suspended. That's, yeah. that's true, too. We have not seen a lot of them in NASCAR. Well, unfortunately, we saw one due nope. to a certain, a certain thing. This, yeah. It wasn't even suspension. It was complete determination. But we won't go into that. Right. But uh, Indianapolis, I'm – Yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a fun race. Uh, I, I'm going to say five cautions. That's a pretty respectable number. Um, I'm going to say five cautions because it's a hit or miss once again. Yeah, and I mean, this is probably one of those tracks where those drivers really want to practice at and get used to again. So I'm going to probably go a little bit higher and say seven. Yeah, I respect that. I do. It's a really fast track, and there's really not a lot of braking in this track either. There really isn't. Only, I think it's in the turn into turn one because it's a little bit tighter. Yes, you so. could notice from the track layout. You could just notice just a little bit in mm -hmm. the in the way it looks. Yep. But literally, like it's it's not your it's it's really not your normal track. It's literally a tight turn straight tight turn, long it's, stretch, tight turn. Straight, it's a rectangle. Turn. Yeah, that's basically what it is. I yeah. should have just said rectangle, but yeah. But um, but the thing that's crazy is, is they once they hit turn one, they go on that small stretch. Mm -hmm. They go so quick on that small stretch, and they just hit the brakes again, then they go 
and then they accelerate again. Right, and that's like, why I was saying it's a really bad place to watch the race because how fast they're going. Yeah, it's it gets pretty ridiculous, but uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I'd like to go to Indianapolis, just Indianapolis to watch a race, just to say it did because yeah. of the history. But the, uh, at the same time, like, I would also love to go to Bristol just to say I did. Yeah, just to say I did because of the history. But it's it's highly recommended, man. Yep, I want to go to Bristol really bad. But That'd be a hoot. I don't know if you saw the standings change. I did not. I I have not. I did not have any time because of work. What's going on? I got you. Well, Mr. Harvick's still in the lead. It's still pretty close now. But we have a new second place. No the, longer Elliot? No. He's dropped down to fourth. Mr. Blaney, with all the respect that he's gotten this year, is now in second place. It's about time. Yeah, literally. I mean, he's earned it. Yeah, he has. He's up there. Every, he's up there every weekend. Yep. I mean, he finally got his win, so he's guaranteed in the cup chase. Yep. How many drivers are in the cup chase? Um, we'll see what the top sixteen get in. Okay. And gotcha. right now, there's only eight drivers with a win all season. And what's crazy? Doesn't Harvick have three wins and Denny Hamlin has three wins, or is it both four and four? Harvick has three. Hamlin has four. But okay. I'm going to go right now and just make my prediction that Harvick's getting his fourth this weekend. Okay. I'm, I'm sticking with my boy in this one. I can't, I can't deviate from that. Do we have, qual do we have qualifying orders, orders yet? Uh, no, I think they're just picking like they always have been. I looked at okay. the right, I looked at the entry list already for it. They're, they're doing it in numerical order right now, so they have not picked the field. Oh, wait. Oh, I thought it updated. I was wrong. It went back to numerical order. So, so no driver. So nothing yet? Or? Nothing yet. They probably won't have it until Friday or Saturday. Yeah. Well, I'm just going to go ahead and uh, I want to pick – I want to go on a limb, but at the same time, I want the points, and I want to be realistic <laughs> about this stuff. Okay. I mean, I mean it's your – I know. It's my No decision, judgment. I kind of, no judgment. Like, yeah, I kind of want to go in the middle, too. Like, I want to meet in the middle of that. Okay, so I'm not. I'm. 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 I am going to tell you one thing. I'm not picking Chase. Okay, I mean I'm that's pick, that's respectable. That's a, that's a start. He did finish top ten last year. I'll let you know that. Yeah, he finished top ten last year. <sighs> Sorry. Cue the Jeopardy music. Cowbush. Holy shit. Are you kidding me? I'm not. Wow. I want points. I I'm, want actually, point. I'm actually call Ryan to call you and tell him, make fun of you on that one. Holy shit. I, <laughs> I actually fucking did that. Yeah, I'm sticking to it. Kyle Bush, I want points. Okay. Uh, I want points. That's a he's bold move, Kyle. He's, <laughs> he's due for a win. I'm, kick, I'm picking Kyle Bush. Okay. Yeah, I mean – 
Does he even have one yet this year? No, he doesn't. He no, does not he's not. He does not. He's in 11th he place, too. I know. He wrecked last – he wrecked on Sunday. And, uh, yep, I, I think it's, it's going to be a Gibbs weekend. All right. I think it's going to be a Haas weekend, so. Dude, this Stuart Haas team is unreal. Yeah. I like it. I mean, I, my second favorite driver, Clint Boyer's in there. I mean, yeah, Harvick. I mean, Boyer's, like you said before, like this is the best he's raced in a lot, like in his career ever yeah. since he's joined Haas. Yeah. I mean, hell, even Almarola's showing signs of life this season. Yeah. I, thought, I thought he was going to be a dead fish this year. Who's the other driver for Haas? You have Almarola, oh, um, Boyer, Harvick. Cole, Cole Custer. Cole Custer. Custer, yeah. Yeah. That's another name that I like to see get a win, but I don't honestly I don't see it happening this year. He's got the teammates for it. He's got the, the he does. all the information. So it's just him and his crew chief that need to find out a way and they will eventually. For sure. Yeah. But uh Yeah, it should be a fun it should be a good race. Do you know how many laps it is? Hundred and sixty. Hundred and sixty. Yep. Four hundred miles. Uh, probably, yeah, so probably around I want to say probably three hour, three to four hour race. Ah, eh, maybe three and a half. Depending on that Indiana weather. Yeah. Speaking of which, you should check that out. See if we're gonna have any rain delays. Uh, I will be doing that from the desert, so unfortunately, I won't be able to experience your Indiana right. weather. Right. Yep. You're going out of town. Yep. So I will uh, give you an update when I get back on how that experience. Get, I come back Monday. Back. When are you leaving? Are you leaving tomorrow? I am leaving tomorrow, yep. You just flying or driving? We're flying, baby. We ain't driving that far. <laughs> so you just going out there for the hell of it? Yeah. Just for a good nice. old time. Nice, nice. Just you and the wife. Yep. We might should go out and say there is a racetrack in that town, but I might try to go see it, but there's not gonna be any race action there. Can we name the town or are we being discreet about that? I will name it when I get back. Let's just put it. Gotcha. Okay. Gotcha. I can respect that. Yep. Yeah, I'd like to get traveling. I think my next uh, – I know we're off top of my topic, but my next uh, trip is actually Gatlinburg. And I kind of want to go stop in Bristol on the way there or it on the way back. far away. It's really not, dude. It's yep. maybe, a, maybe an hour off track. Yep. I'd rather do it on the way down there just because – I mean, we kind of want to take our time getting down there. Don't want to rush getting back. We don't want to do it going back home. But I kind of want to stop by there just to see the track just from the outside. Yeah, it's – it almost looks like a football stadium from outside. Well, shit, it is a football stadium. They've done it before. Yeah, that's right. Virginia Tech versus Tennessee. But, uh, yeah. Um yeah, I picked Kyle Bush, and you went ahead and you picked uh, Mr. Harvick. You picked Harvick. Dude, I mean, at this point, you have to pick Harvick. I mean, he has history of winning there, of course, and so is Kyle Bush somewhat. But for the way the year that Kyle Bush has had this year, it's going to be iffy. But then again, kind of want to change it up. And this is the only time I will be picking Kyle Bush unless he starts winning a shit ton. Yeah. Unless you're like his good luck charm and he wakes the fuck up because you picked him. If that's the case, I'm just going to – oh, boy. If that, if that were to be the case, I don't know what I would do. 
I don't want to help out that fool. Help out the enemy? No. But, yeah. Yeah. It'll be be a good race. It will. Yeah, I think so too, man. And I'm looking forward to watching it, even though I might not be able to watch it live. But I'm definitely going to be very involved with uh, covering that one. So. Yeah, um, I will. I'm looking forward to uh, doing that next episode. This next episode is going to be awesome. Okay. But uh, yeah, it's uh, it's about that time. Yep. I would say. Checkered flags waving. Checkered flags waving. Waving. So. Uh, Dave, go ahead and take her away. All right, man. Uh, once again, Bryce, thanks for being with us. As always. Uh, if you're listening to this episode, this is going to be the first one we actually put up on YouTube for Black Flag. We do have some other episodes up, uh, especially Danny Miami and, and Don, um, myself up there for baseball. Uh, Danny, of course, with Fight On, which he's doing such a good job on that show, man. It's, it's crazy. But um, check us out, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, you name it, Twitter. We're all on it. You can find us really easy, Game On Sports. Just put it in the search bar and it'll pop up. So until next time, Bryce. Yes, sir. We'll see you next week. Yep. Take her easy. Bye.